Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Welcome and thank you for joining us. And we're always happy to be spending our day with you on the day before Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to all out there. Hope you're enjoying your uh, Father's Day. And uh, all is well. Uh, We've got a lot of new, good, exciting tech news for you. And Marsha, how was your week? Week's been pretty busy. I have to tell you one thing, though. I'm kind of bummed. We used to have a bunch of people who used to tweet to us when we did the show on Twitter. Right. I got to find a way to uh, reach out to them again. We got to figure out a way to even put a few minutes of this live on the air on Twitter because we miss those people. And if you're listening yeah. on any of the networks right now, we miss you. Come back. Say hi. Mm-hmm. Hashtag tech radio. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Valencia. We always miss saying hello to Valencia and to Jim uh, Katzman. Jim yeah. Katzman. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so hello to you if you're listening all alone and not live with us. Uh, we're, and you're right, we're sorry about that. But uh, lots of stuff going on this week. Um, there's a lot of news out there, tech news. And uh, I had this story that you found. I, I did this a couple of months ago. And last we talked about this, you weren't a fan of this idea. Um, I went ahead and, and did it. So uh, the California vaccine ID, you want to talk about that? Well, okay. Well, the original, because I went through my texts and my emails, the original re- uh, email that was sent to California residents about getting a digital ID for their vaccination mm-hmm. was sent from a company called Healthvana. Correct. And this was a contractor with the county of Los Angeles. Right. And they were handed the mailing list and the phone numbers of all the people who'd gotten the vaccines. And they threw it out there. And I read the privacy policy and I said, no way. Um, I believe you, you had gone ahead of, with it. I did. I went ahead and did. I've and already used it. Just yeah. as I predicted, the state of California is now allowing uh, – vaccinated people to access their ID online through the state of California, uh, myvaccinerecord.cdph.ca.gov is the website. And you can go there if you're in California. And if you got a vaccination through the state of California, the county, whomever, and you want confirmation and a QR code, this time the state who already has your data We'll send it to you. So and I'm I glad thought, that I waited. And well, what? No, I, I was going to say that I did a little searching online for this, and I think it's still linked to Health Vana. Because when no, I it looked isn't. Up the I story, just went today. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I do just a little because I yes, I, yeah, so I went yesterday. Because the website is goes to my vaccine yeah, it's a different, record. Yeah. And yeah, it's a different it's, website. And it is state of California. And it says uh, you're declaring under perjury on the state of California. Um, yeah, this is definitely done by the state of California. It's a .gov website, unlike Healthvana, which is a private company. So you really have to be careful with the emails that you get. If you don't mind giving away your stuff, go ahead. But I just, I'm, I don't want my, uh, 
I don't want to wake up one day and find out that somebody's like bought a house in my name or (laughs) taken out a mortgage. Well, no, with my information, because there's plenty of information there. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. I I had already had to use this, uh, not this one, the one I did months ago when I went to the Laker game. Uh, yeah, but you could have shown your, your card too. Yeah, I could have. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but they were scanning for your stuff. And, you know, again, uh, you're more paranoid than I am and probably for a good reason. So I just don't get too concerned about that stuff. But you know what? Protect yourself. It's never a bad idea with everything going on because, unfortunately, every week we have a hacking story of the week. Um, it should be a regular feature because it's not a week that almost goes by that we don't well, have we, some kind we of have one a little later in the show. But one yeah. thing I want to uh, say, they're not calling this a digital ID or anything like this. What it is is access to your digital COVID-19 vaccine record. You go to the website, you enter your name, date of birth, and the email or phone number you associated with your vaccine record. You then create a four-digit PIN. Then you receive a link to your vaccine record that will open once the PIN is re-entered. The record shows the same information as the paper CDC vaccine card, you know, date of birth, date of vaccinations, blah, 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 manufacturer. And it also includes a QR code, which you can then screenshot. And they even recommend that you screenshot. Save to your phone, save to all your devices, so you'll have it. And an interesting quote by a... Sacramento physician said, I think the state's handling it in a very sensitive way and they're making accessible to everyone that there's an online site you can get information and proof of your vaccination. And this is without going to a third party. So it's not a passport. It's not a requirement. It's just an electronic version of your paper version. And I think more states, uh, I got to hand it to California. Bravo. I'm sure our governor had nothing to do with this. Quote, uh, Governor Gavin Newsom has avoided calling digital records vaccine passports. So whatever. Um, <laughs> so, so what you're saying is basically it gives you the ability to do a QRQ, which will give you something to show on your phone. Yes. Yeah, and it comes have, from the state of California. Right. Yeah. The one I have has um, actually a digital copy that you can be, you know, that can be scanned wherever you go. It goes into in the Apple. In the case of Apple, it goes into your Apple wallet. Yeah. And it just exactly. Shows. And that's the other thing. Now your data has gone to Apple. So what this is, like I said, it's basically a digital backup. Not only do you get a QR code, but it has the record has the same information as the paper CDC vaccine card. So all the information is there. It's sent directly to you. You can choose what to do with it. And the state recommends that you save it on your camera gallery. Yeah. Interesting. So they don't want you to put it in a wallet. They don't want you to put it anywhere. Save it in your camera. You know, it's so interesting. I'm it. just just for fun. I'm trying this now, and um, it's asking me for the four digit PIN, which of course it doesn't allow me to submit. So I don't know what the story is there. You fill in your information. You ask where you want your PIN to be sent to, and then I it know doesn't a couple of people it. who've had some problems with it, but yeah, yeah we'll see. Give it time. It just yeah. rolled out. So yeah, I'm exactly. glad that the state of California is leading the way and blah, 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 and all that. But let's talk about Starlink because this story just blew me away. Because I have what a I would friend in a, Arizona. This is a hot story. 
Um, Get it, Marsha? Lo- a hot story. I, I got it. Okay. Long right. story short, yeah. uh, Starlink user in Arizona said he lost internet service for over seven hours yesterday when his satellite dish overheated. And how did he know it overheated? Well, he got a notification in the app on his phone that says offline thermal Uh-oh. shutdown. Uh oh. <laughs> Starlink will reconnect after cooling down. Well, he's like in Arizona. It was like the hottest place in the world. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know. Palm Springs was pretty hot, too. Yeah. But California is real hot out here often, too, for some bizarre reason. Yeah. We we have subclimates in the West. It's very strange. I'm sure you have them in the East, but we're just familiar with these. But anyway, so the user posted the error message on Reddit, which is one of my favorite news sources. Yeah, Reddit's great. He also contacted Starlink Support, which told him, quote, Dishy will go into thermal shutdown at 122 degrees Fahrenheit and will restart when it reaches 104 degrees Fahrenheit. So the guy goes out there and he uses a sprinkler at Dishy. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, supposedly, I mean, it's to be used outside, Mark. You know, it rains. So you could put a sprinkler with cool water on it, just like it would be raining. That's funny. And once it cooled down enough to turn back on, he immediately heard YouTube resuming playback. So he was all excited. He got settled down. And by the time he got settled down, it had a thermal shutdown again. (laughs) Oh, God. So just so you know... um, Officially, SpaceX has said that Dishy McFlatface is certified to operate from 22 below zero up to 104 Fahrenheit. And hey, in California, Arizona, we've been hitting some really hot... I mean, we haven't, thank goodness. They keep saying that it's a horrible heat wave that we're having here in California. I don't call it a horrible heat wave until it goes over 100. Yeah, that yeah, I'm a little it's been, yeah, this week for us, it's been 103, 100, and in fact, it was when I was coming home the other day, it was 110. So it is it is hot, uh, but not 122. However, as I said, this one area in California, Woodland Hills, which is not far from where Marsha and I live, um, it was 117 last year. Wow. So my my daughter is convinced that the uh, that the planet is going to explode soon because these, you know, the heat is getting hotter well, and hotter every well, year. Well, tell your daughter... Tell your daughter this is an interesting exercise because I did it. I went back to the Weather Channel and I checked the record heats for the days. Mm-hmm. It was only until yesterday that a record was broken in Palm Springs at 123 degrees. All the other existing heat uh, records mm-hmm. were done prior to 1920. <laughs> so you might calm her down that way. Interesting. Uh, because... Again, bad news. It we're not having record-breaking temperatures except one in Palm Springs. So yeah. everywhere else is fine. Okay, Nothing good. to worry about yet. <laughs> Excellent. I'm certainly glad to hear that. It's kind of funny, and actually, it was kind of a clever idea of this guy to hose down his satellite dish. I mean, I think that's yeah. interesting. Uh, I don't know that I would have thought about doing that. So uh, that's a pretty clever idea, I have to say. And, yeah, but it you know, only I, worked for like the hot, the cool 10 minutes that he did. Well, right. I'm, that's unfortunate. <laughs> you know, and if you're in one of those hot areas, you know, like Arizona where it's 122, it doesn't cool down in five minutes. As you said, it was a seven hour. It takes forever for it to cool back down. So it's not you lose your satellite for a few minutes. You lose it for a long, long time. I actually recently had a friend say to me, 
that they couldn't use their cell phone because it came up and said the phone was too hot to use and had to cool down. I have never run across that before. Have you had that? I know that it occurs, and I also know that it can be too cold for your phone to use. Right. Because when I was north of the Arctic Circle, way north of the Arctic Circle, in the snow and the cold and the— okay, it was minus, like, 28 degrees. Right. And I'm standing out there like an idiot trying to take pictures of the northern lights, and my phone just—the battery went to zero. Interesting. And I had to go inside into the warmth. Um, other people put their phones next to their chest inside their jacket right. to heat it up. Yeah, I mean, these are, you know, there's RF shielding in a phone, there's aluminum, there's a lot of things that get affected in technology by temperatures. You know, and I probably. The- I was going to say, I probably have the answer. You might remember uh, four, six, eight months, however long ago I did the story. I did a story about MP Magic Socks. Do you remember that story? Yep, yep. Okay, and the socks actually supposedly, and they did actually work, cooled you down when it was hot. Caught, you know, when it was warm. It did well, that the was opposite. the magic, right? Out of that, the magic that was the magic. Stuff. Well, okay. they just sent me a pair of underwear that does the same thing. <laughs> when it's and I haven't I haven't tested it yet. I'm going to be testing it to see if it actually works. But there you go. You could pop your uh, your phone in your underwear, and maybe it'll warm up through this There's magic. So underwear. many so many things I could say about this, but I'm just going to just <laughs> skip through to the yeah, next just, story. Yeah, just skip it. Yeah, just skip it right now. This is a crazy story, actually. Uh, and okay, you know, in, well, this is funny. Then this story, and let me tell you just the headline, so I can give you a little background. Yeah. A bunch of Texans woke up to find their smart thermostats were raised remotely. Mm -hmm. Some said they didn't even know their thermostats were being accessed from afar until it was almost 80 degrees inside their homes. But people, again, just like Healthvana and the vaccine records, read stuff. For months and months and months, we were getting queries from the Department of Water and Power here in Southern California. Because we do have a smart meter to join their conservation plan, you know, so they wouldn't shut down the electricity. Right. If you read between the lines, it said that they had the power to shut it down. And I knew that, which is why even though there was a little prize, like there was like a little gift certificate or some sort of nonsense that you got Mm – This is what happened in Texas. The Electricity Reliability Council of Texas um, asked uh, Texans to turn up their temperatures on their thermostats this week. Uh, As they did in California, by the way. That same thing happened out here. And, And we always do. But in some homes who had agreed to this Uh, plan called Smart Savers Texas, operated Mm -hmm. by a company called Energy Hub. When you have a smart meter, they can choose to change your thermostats and all that. I mean, there's even an agreement where you get a little bonus with your Nest. it's, It's so scammy. But when you read the stuff, it says, we have the power to work your thermostat. That's crazy. Now, you had a Nest installed, didn't you? I have three. I have three nests, and the guest house has another one. So, was that one that allowed them to do that? I don't know. I didn't ever get. I told you I didn't give permission. I saw through yeah. the scam. 
that's and really people, freak. you have to read stuff. Nobody's giving you gifts these days. Trust me. There's a reason. It's either a data reason or in in this case, the agreement stated that in exchange for an entry into a sweepstakes, yeah, electric right. customers allow them to control their thermostats during periods of high energy demand. That's fine. Uh, energy and I never did that. List of yep. clients include TXU Energy, Centerpoint, and Earthcott. Just yeah. read this stuff, folks. Don't just click, oh, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah. You know, read it. Because I personally. You, you have to understand that guys, macho type guys like me, we don't read manuals and we don't read instructions. We well, just work our way through. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just, just the way too we bad. do things, Marcia. You know? Uh, a little crazy. I never opted to get an, a, a controlled um, thermostat. I just, I don't know, for some reason or another, and I'm not, you know, that crazy uh, about, you know, worrying about this kind of stuff. But for some reason, I chose not to do that. I never put one in. I just stayed with the normal uh, thermostat. So Now, maybe we was a have good a idea. smart meter outside, which right. can be bred by a device. Right. But we did not give them permission to control said smart meter. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that or fascinating? the thermostats. Yeah. Really crazy stuff. So, yeah, be careful about that. Uh, there's something phony about the name uh, Electrical Reliability Council of Texas. I don't well, know. That that's seems what like they some called it. They, they, yeah, they made no, it I know. sound, yeah. they tried to make it sound really big. Yeah. Um, yeah. And another, we got another one here. So, how are you enjoying all those coupons from CVS? Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> great, isn't it? Uh, okay, so here's the deal if you shop at CVS, you get what a ton of like three feet worth of coupons every yeah, time you which, shop there. Yep, yep. And usually they're good only for the next ten minutes, <laughs> or or whatever. The, be they good or be they bad, we use them sometimes. But the people at CVS has been bugging my husband and I to join CVS Health. Okay. And we said, why should we join CVS Health? You have our prescriptions. We get the coupons. What's the big deal? Um, why do we have to join your CVS Health? Right. Well, yeah, because Marsha, you know, me and my paranoia, it's not paranoia. It's real world smarts. Says we don't need to be part of an online database that belongs to CVS that gives them permission to use our drug information and mm -hmm. gives them permission to use any kind of information and perhaps sell it. We don't know. I didn't read the privacy, but I knew, wait a minute, you got our prescriptions. We're not going to get a discount on that. We get the coupons. Right. So uh, I don't need to join. And the truth is they had a huge breach, over 204 gigabytes in size, of CVS Health members. Okay? And but it, it, wasn't that, it wasn't that many, Marsh. It was only a billion records. That's all. And it contained events and configuration data including production records of visitor IDs, session IDs, that's on the web, device access information, which, you know, you join the club, you put on the app, you give them access to your phone, they get your information. Yeah. So, such as whether uh, the visitors went to the firm's domains, used an iPhone or Android, um, as well as what the team calls a blueprint of how the logging system operated from the back end. Yeah, uh, wonderful. It also included sure. queries for medications, vaccines. Go ahead. 
No, I was just going to say they also probably know your blood pressure because everybody goes into the CVS and, you know, they have those blood pressure monitors that you have to log into, which records your blood pressure. So you I'm sure do that's, this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Get your blood okay. pressure. Now, I, I don't sign in with my name. You know, most of those will allow you to sign in, kiddingly, with, without having to reveal your personal information. Oh, you but, can use Joe Blow as your name. Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. But the bottom line is, so I, I saw through this CVS health thing in the beginning, and my husband and I agreed, we don't need to join their friggin' club. We pay our bills. Well, here, over a billion records belonging to CVS health exposed online. So yeah. learn from this. Don't sign up for anything. Even if you get a 10 cent discount off of something, it's not worth risking uh, somebody taking your identity. Yeah, but they might give you like a free Snickers bar, and that's worth that's giving right. up your privacy that's for. That's it, yeah. Now, now, you skipped the biggest story of the day. You went over it. Uh, oh. Tamagotchi oh, yeah. is set to return as a digital pet, uh, pet on your wrist. Now, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, Tamagotchi, 25 years ago this winter, was a toy that the Japanese toy maker Bandai, who is still around making video games, um, is rescuing the digital pet as a wearable They're freaking theorist. printing money. They've sold yeah. $85 billion Tamagotchis over the years. Well, it's really interesting. And what this was, and it was a little bit creepy, frankly, because when you played with the Tamagotchi, which is you had your own virtual digital pet, you fed your pet, you talked to your pet, you made it happy. But if you forgot to feed your pet, it died. You mm -hmm. remember that? I oh, yeah, mean, I have my own to say about it, but I'm letting you talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm saying that, you know, that that was a little creepy. So, you know, you got your six-year-old kid or your 60-year-old adult who wanted a Tamagotchi, too, and all of a sudden your pet is dead. Wow, what's that all about? But they're bringing it back. Uh, the original egg-shaped keychain uh, features new characters, new items. It's got a touch and voice control. Well, but now it's a smartwatch. Right. It's correct. not a keychain. It's no, a right. smartwatch. It's got yeah. a touch screen. It's got voice controls. And you can lovingly stroke and talk to your virtual Tamagotchi. Right. And it has a pedometer, a digital clock, the option to pair with a friend so your little Tamagotchi creatures can visit each other. I think it's adorable. I loved my Tamagotchi. It was spectacular. Uh, when my Tamagotchi finally passed away, I decided not to re-up my Tamagotchi because <laughs> it was so a lot of work. Your... But uh, is, this is going to really – excuse me, it's 82 million Tamagotchis sold yeah. as of 2017. And uh, this one's going to have um, a plug-in with games that you can put into the phone. I think it's going to be – the toy for Christmas this year, if it's even released in the United well, States. It's, it's being released in Japan on uh, November right. 23rd. Uh, it's supposed to be 58 bucks. You can get it in coral pink or mink, uh, mint blue. Well, uh, Tamagotchi can... Smart is about 68 when converted from the yen because yeah. I converted it. Uh, and yeah, it's very interesting. The uh, extra cards that you plug into it. Cost about $10 each, so that's a great right. way. You know, you want to keep gifts going to the kid. You know what to buy them. Get them a new buddy for their Tamagotchi. People loves the, love them. The official launch date is November 23rd, but 
you'll have to enter a lottery between June 17th and July 2nd to buy the device. So if you have a friend in Japan, well, wait a minute, I'm looking at it and it says international shipping available and the page is in England, English. So you go to p Bandai B-A-N-D-A-I dot J-P slash contents slash global. And you could go ahead, select your region, USA. I'm on the website right now. I want it in English. I can order. Let me see. I'll have to agree to their stuff. Hold on. Well, while Marsha's doing that, you might not want to leave your personal pet with Marsha to take care of. Now I'm knowing that she let her Tamagotchi die. But I think I this mean, is a great gift for anybody for Christmas. I hope that Amazon will be carrying it because this is something new and unique and fun, fun and honestly, innocent play for kids, which they need more of. They don't yeah, need to be cute. worrying about makeup and uh, whatever other stuff. <laughs> no, the, ki- the kids should love this. And it's a cute looking kind of smartwatch. Uh, and it comes in, you know, it's it's fairly large. So, uh, yeah. So you can now get yourself a digital pet on your wrist. And that's kind of fun. I think it's so, adorable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So Amazon, you know, our, our favorite place to go in the world. Amazon apparently... Uh, did some beta testing on customers. And what was that? Well, technically, they didn't do beta testing on customers. What they did is, you know, all these different things that they come out with um, under the Amazon brand. You know, they have uh, this new Halo thing, this crazy stuff. And all right, they send it out. Remember the dash button? Yeah, sure. Right. We had the dash button um, and then they pull it away. They've had cameras that they've absolutely borked by non-support. You can't even use them as a camera anymore. So basically what they're doing is they're beta testing on customers. And, uh, you know, I don't, you know, I don't like any of this IoT stuff, and we've done a lot of stories on things that, oh, company went out of business, your stuff, your hundreds of dollars of equipment is gone. What do you Ooh. think? Yeah, I mean, no. I, I don't want Mark? that, and you're right. I, what do you I never, think? Yeah. Uh, Marsha, can you hear us? I don't know. I've Hopefully uh, you can hear. Uh, the Amazon. I can hear yeah, you. Okay. The, I, um, I didn't do any of those things. I didn't do the Amazon dash button. I thought they were kind of stupid. Uh, some of the stuff has been good, you know. As you say, I did yes, it because I ended up getting it for free. Yeah. Well, they were giving. I thought they were. You know, I ended it up getting free. it for free. Yeah. 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 yeah so I got so, it for free, so I didn't care. Yeah, I used I just it twice. I, I kept it in the bathroom to get wa- uh, toilet paper, but then I, mean, I subscribed to the Charmin Forever Roll, ooh, which is what does this that mean? big. Go to Google Charmin Forever Roll, Mm -hmm. and it's this big, giant, I don't know, two-foot roll of toilet paper that has the high-quality Charmin on it, Right, and you can buy a special strong stand for it, (laughs) and you never run out of toilet paper. It's fabulous, and you subscribe to it. (laughs) 
I mean, it's interesting. My daughter uh, shares my Amazon account, so she does a lot more ordering than I do. And frequently, my Amazon Echo comes up and says, would you like to order some more oat milk? It's time for that. Wait, what? Don't tell me it's time that I need to order stuff. But I get yeah, that all the like time. Yeah, I don't like that either. I don't yeah, like that either. It's incredibly annoying. Yeah, uh, I say, last... I'll let you know when I want to order something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I spend now, hundreds you want... of dollars with you. I mean, yeah, exactly. Now, one of the items that's allegedly, I don't think this is out yet, but you said you wanted this, was the anonymous drone that flies around your house and shoots video to well, catch Yeah, that's cool. Intruders. But of course, I don't really want it because I don't want Amazon to be able to map my house. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's, that's a problem. Yeah. So there's a lot of that stuff that goes on. And, uh, you know, I guess we couldn't live without Amazon, but there's a lot of nefarious yeah, things, I mean, I would really, say. And people who have small brands and their own inventions, right. all of a sudden, you know, it starts selling well on Amazon. All of a sudden, they find it a copy of it on Amazon brands. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, business practices. I'm not saying I'm very careful who I buy from and, uh, you know, just beware. Okay. And don't sign up for your power company's sweepstakes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although you might get something. Uh, they just in California, they've been you know trying to get everybody to get vaccinated here. So they've given out already one person got a $1.5 million lottery winning. Uh, they gave him a free entry into the lottery. And I haven't gotten a, bupkis. I haven't gotten No, anything. I haven't either. No, uh, I haven't gotten know. a thing, and you know we were early adopters as we usually are. Yeah, but so, we're still in the we're still in the drawings. Yeah, so, that's what they say. They say that if you got your vaccine, you don't have to yeah. do anything. You're in the drawing, but they didn't send me a check for a million five. So now, listen, I'm sure you have come. a you have a buy of the week here that you have I to do. talk about. Yes, and this is the time of the show where we search the planet, the universe, and Best Buy today for the buy of the week. Thank you, Hans. Um, if you are a gamer, or even if you're not, uh, this is a really good buy. Uh, Logitech, which is one of my favorite companies for making peripherals, uh, they make some great cases, they make uh, different mice and keyboards and a, and a number of other things. Uh, they have the Logitech, it's called the G600 MMO Wired Optical Gaming Mouse. Uh, it comes in black, and it's got a whole bunch of things. You know, if you're a gamer, you, you like to be able to program keys to do certain things. So in this case, it allows you to use the uh, the multiple buttons on the uh, mouse to actually give you, uh, for example, it's a it interacts with your gaming software. It has three onboard profiles, two for MMO and one for FPS. Uh, it has a maximum of 8200 DPI optical technology compatible with most versions of Windows. And it comes with, and here's the thing you want as a gamer, 20 programmable buttons uh, that you can program to do certain things when you're in the middle of a gaming thing. So it's pretty cool. Um, prices are really pretty inexpensive. It has 770 reviews out of five stars. It's got 4.6 out of five. And it is normally on sale for, thir- or selling for $39.99. It's on sale at Best Buy for $23.99. So almost 50% off the price. And again, it's the Logitech G600 MMO Wired Optical gaming mouse in black available today at Best Buy for all your gaming needs for $23.99 and that is our buy of the week. That's a uh, deal. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a good deal. Half off, almost half off, not quite half off. Uh, now, were you I ever so a PC gamer? Did you ever game on your PC? Well, you know, 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Zelda for hours and well, hours. Well, not hours. on your PC. Didn't you? I assume you did that on your account on your Nintendo. Oh yeah. No, I never did it on a PC. I work yeah. on a PC. Yeah. No, the PCs. Well, you got to remember before the gaming consoles became huge, like PlayStation, yeah. Xbox. Oh, yeah. and I, all of it was was computer gaming, and I still remember sitting in front of my computer, and it was you know three in the afternoon, and I looked up, and it was ten at night. And I had spent the last, you know, five, seven... And nobody seven, had eight. missed you in your house. <laughs> Sadly, no. That's absolutely true. Is I walked, Dad dead? Yeah. They didn't even care. Yeah, yeah. they didn't... Yeah, they hey, heard how the you thing doing go, then? boop, 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 boop. Very sad. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. very sad. But anyway, so if you're, if you're into gaming, this is a, a good gaming mouse, and, and check that out. Um, okay, okay, so, so you want to talk... Okay, so real quick, you, you came up with a couple of stories on pending leg- legislation, which I thought were really interesting. Um, why don't you tell us quickly well, about the two of them? Uh, Apple uh, would be prohibited under an antitrust reform legislation that was introduced last week from giving its own apps an advantage that pre- by preventing users from removing them on Apple devices. So if it put it on there, you couldn't take it off. You know, uh, I Demo- tweeted to Apple about this and I asked, well, I asked on Twitter, is this going to cover Samsung as well? Because Samsung puts their crapware in there, too. Right, exactly. And I'm currently writing a book. And I have to tell people, okay, the real Google app looks like this. What Samsung has put in looks like this. Big difference. Be sure, you know, if you want to keep, like, in the Apple world, you want to keep all your data within the Apple world and not share it outside. Um, the minute you let in another app... Uh, people should realize when you have to click, I'm okay with your privacy policy, <laughs> right, it exactly. means that you're giving up data. Never yeah, mind what it says it accesses. It doesn't always tell the truth. Well, you know, for, for the Congress has been trying for a long time to downsize the tech companies to Microsoft's, the Apples of the world. Uh, it's uh, part of a package of these bipartisan bills that would impose significant new constraints on how tech companies operate, restricting acquisitions, forcing them to get out of certain businesses. Yeah, well, this is under antitrust reform, right, correct? Which is correct. how they got Microsoft, which yeah. really didn't work very well at all. No, it did not. Um, so, uh, so that's one but of the. There stories. are those of us who really believe. That, you know, are they too big for their britches? Their money making, their, you know, fang, as they call it, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, and Google. Right. They're making a lot of money. They, but you know what? This is America. I mean, these are companies. You know, they developed their companies. Nobody gave them anything. They started. And I don't know that I believe in censoring a company just because it got so strong. Oh, I don't and believe so big. in censoring it, but I think they should be broken up into different portions. Yeah. Let know. there I, be I, the I, Apple hardware company. Let there be whatever. When you're making that much money, if there's, I think definitely there's a possible antitrust situation with Amazon. Oh, I was going to say Amazon, media. absolutely. Yeah. Oh, they're absolutely. into all the media. Not as much Apple, but come on. I mean, you have to think about this. Amazon wants to send a drone into your house to take pictures. Ooh, great. What a great mm-hmm. idea. But I mean, you found some. Difficult. You found some other ones that they're trying to make canceling subscriptions easier, too. Well, you know, it's really interesting because when you take on. Often you'll get a thing, free subscription for seven days, for three months, for a year, whatever it happens to be. And, uh, you know, for example, Apple TV, at the end of a year, they automatically charge you. Although in this time around, they actually didn't do that because of the pandemic. 
but they give you the ability to have your free subscription. And then in the really tiny, small print, at the end of your 30-day free trial, we'll start charging you a million dollars a month. It will renew for 50, yeah. Yeah, and so it automatically renews. And so as we've talked about on the air before, um, you want to set a, you know, a reminder for yourself to calendar, cancel two yeah. days before, a calendar yep. reminder to do that. But unsubscribing isn't always the easiest thing to do. You got to jump through a number of hoops. Well, where is it on my phone? I mean, on Amazon to unsubscribe I, to things. Yeah, well, I did I say, buy it, it through Amazon? Did I buy it through Dish? Did yeah, I buy it exactly. through Spectrum? Where did I get it? And, you know, on Amazon, you have to go through about six steps to unsubscribe from something. And uh, so they're trying to pass a bill that makes uh, subscription services much easier. You know, the Unsubscribed Act is what it's called. Uh, It has five requirements. Uh, The seller to provide customer with a clear understanding of all the terms of the contract to obtain the customer's express and informed consent. Requires sellers to provide a simple means of canceling the subscription, this being the key, when the customer can com- uh, that they can complete in the same way that they originally signed up. Easy to sign up, not so easy to get out of it. Um, this, the seller is to provide a clear notice to customers when their free or reduced cost trial is complete before charging. Wouldn't the that full be cost. nice? Wouldn't that, Would that be, be nice? Like, they don't do that now. Yeah, they Disallow- certainly don't do it now. But you see, the whole subscription industry. If you look back in time. I mean, do you remember the days when you used to get things in the mail, like the Star Trek cards of the month? We'll send right. you the Star Trek cards, and there's pictures of everybody, and oh, they're so yeah, cool. Right. And you get this first bunch free in the mail, and you sign up for them, and they keep coming. Oh, and yeah. this is just an extension. The subscription marketing has been scammy for the past 30 years, so it's about time that the government does something about it. And you know who were the kings or queens of that? It was the old CD clubs, the Columbia CD Club. Columbia Record Company. Columbia Record Club, where you signed up. Yep. And you got a CD. And if you forgot, oops, we sent you 12 CDs this month. You forgot to tell us not to. So uh, this is what's coming on. It'll also disallow automatic transfers to a contract longer than a month. And it requires sellers to periodically notify the customer of the terms of the contract and cancellation. So th- this is a this is something I really do support because you got to be very careful. You get stuck in these things. They charge you a fortune and it's real tough to do that. So um, anyway, so that's that's on the uh, that's on the way. And on uh, the legislation list, you came up with a story about the U.S. is going to pay $52 billion to break our Asian ship dependency. That's a headline from PC Mag. Now, wait a minute. Wasn't it 20 years ago that they decided, well, the United States is going to become a service economy and we're going to buy all our stuff from other countries? Those of you who are too young to remember, yeah, that was the deal. That was the direction we went to. It was a decision. So now... Businesses have changed their formats. Things are different. People are not making as much money. But now we can pay $52 billion from our tax money to pull the government out of a bad decision. Yeah. Well, it's and it's also part of a bigger program for $250 billion into multiple U.S. science and tech market companies. Uh, so there's a lot of that going on. I mean, as, as you all know, we've talked about it for months now, the shortage of chips that are going on in the world right now. Uh, I don't know that this would actually help it or not. Uh, but like I but, said, yeah. you can't turn on a chip manufacturing plant in a year or no, maybe right, even exactly. two years. 
Yeah. It requires special, but you have to follow the money on this. Um, where is the money going to go? Is it right. really going to build technology funds or is it going to go to consultants and funds and people and not really make the chips that we need? Right. Con- you know, there's so many when when they come up with things here in California, which is a great example of the good and the bad for our nation. Right. We blow so much money on these plans. Well, we have to do a plan and then we have to do it. Inv- they have to do the environmental plans and you know how much they cost and they sure. take how long. Sure. Yeah, so absolutely. where is all this money going to really go? And even PC Magazine says, follow the money. Because, yeah. yeah. This, this it's going to is... be very interesting to see where this all goes and, and if this actually, one, gets passed, and secondly, does it actually help in some way or another. But and we'll this see isn't free on. money. This is money that's, you know, coming out of our taxes and future yeah. taxes. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, you know, before it... we start applauding, think about it. Yeah, exactly. All right, so why don't we move on because we only have a few minutes left. Uh, the show, as TV. always, has flown by. Uh, what have you been watching? Oh, goodness. Um, I tried to watch that Marie Curie movie again last no. night. Still sucked. Okay. <laughs> I tried because a friend of mine, just so you know, wrote a wonderful book called Radiant. Uh, I think I might have mentioned it. Um, her name is Liz, and she's Kitchen Pantry Science on Twitter. She does videos for children on kitchen science experiments. She's a science teacher. Okay. She's brilliant. But she'd written a book about Marie Curie, and it, I can see where her inspiration came from, but the movie was boring as heck. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, you know, decent stuff out there. I have to say that I subscribed to the Paramount Network because there were, it was a deal. It was like 100 bucks a year, and then they gave you 50% off for your first year. And I thought, okay, for 50 bucks, I'll try it. And I really am watching a lot of stuff on the Paramount Network. They've got some really good things on there, like Why Women Kill. It's in their second season, and it's been very entertaining, both the first and the second season. So uh, Paramount Network's got that going on, coming up well, on... It was interesting on uh, Amazon Prime. The Collider recommended an old movie, and I don't know what year it's from, but it was called The Towering Inferno. Oh, gosh, yeah. Steve McQueen. And and Steve McQueen, Paul Newman, William Holden, Faye Dunaway, Fred Astaire, Susan Blakely, Richard Chamberlain, O.J. Simpson, Robert Vaughn, Robert Wagner. I mean, everybody was in this freaking movie. And the only thing about this movie are the effects. Because yeah. there was no computer digital in those days. And it's no, about right, a fire yeah. in a high rise. And it's just, it's not a great movie, but it's oh, it was entertaining. A great movie. It was it's entertaining as all get out. Yeah. Yeah. Wildly entertaining. And yeah. they recommend uh, to watch that. It's on Amazon Prime right now. Now, coming on July 9th is Black Widow. Uh, and that's on Disney. Black Widow, of course, part of the. Uh, the Marvel Entertainment Universe, and uh, it looks like it's with Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Johansson, I hope I said her name correctly because I love her. And uh, the only downside to it is a lot of the services like uh, HBO Max, which has been great, they give you their, their movies for free when you subscribe to Max. So they run them in the theater at the same time that you get them for free on TV. Uh, this one's going to cost you twenty nine ninety nine if you yeah, want to buy it. Yeah, not doing that. 
<laughs> no, I'm not doing that either. I'll, I'll, I'll wait it out. Uh, I just watched also on HBO Max, I believe, was In the Heights, which is the Lin-Manuel Miranda. I th- that's his name, right? Lin-Manuel Miranda, who did Hamilton, uh, originally did a play that I happened to see with my wife at the Pantages Theater in Los Angeles called In the Heights a number of years ago. And the movie's a very entertaining movie. And you can pick that one up, again, for free. It's in the theaters and also on HBO Max. And uh, that's okay, very Okay, wait a minute. The Collider also recommends, these are classic movies they're recommending that our audience may know about. You may have heard of Kate Hudson, Billy Crudup, Francis McDormand, who just won an Academy Award, Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman, Jason Lee. Uh, great cast. It's a Cameron Crowe masterpiece. It was called Almost Famous. An absolute oh, must-see. Yep. A great movie. movie. Uh, it's loosely based as a young journalist for Rolling Stone that travels the road with a band and gets to see what's going on, and it's endlessly watchable, wildly quotable. It's terrific from start to finish, according to Collider, and I can hard, highly recommend it. I loved it so much, I actually own the DVD still. Wow. So, yeah, it's yeah. great. And as a classic... And Coming to you, America, don't forget to watch that, because that was so entertaining. Coming to America 2. Yeah, uh, well, Coming to America okay. 1. It was fun. Oh, well, this, yeah, the second one is out now, and it was okay. It was entertaining. I, I wouldn't well, say it was... that's the point. I look for movies to be entertained. I got enough. Yeah. I got enough going on with my work. <laughs> yeah, uh, and don't miss if you've never seen Aliens. Great movie. Uh, so take a look at that. And that's it for Alien us, folks. So, or aliens. Ali- aliens uh, with an okay. S on it. So everybody, okay. hey, happy Father's Day to all. Please don't drink and drive. We want you back with us next week. Have a great. And week. hey, Dad and family, come back and visit us next week. We'll find you. Subscribe. Leave a little note on the website. Tell us how much you like the show, or email us at markandmarsha at gmail dot com and let us know what you don't like. You've been this listening to Collier. Computer Bye-bye. and Technology and Radio Bye-bye. with your hosts Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier, produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, Global Food for Thought. Thought.